Hello and welcome back to the Alphology 2 podcast. I believe this is episode 37, uh, but it might not be. might be 36 or indeed even 38. Uh, how's it going? Hope you're doing well. Bit of a day, of a day later than I'd normally be this week. Uh, to be honest, it, it's just because the last episode was quite popular. So normally by the time I get around to recording the next episode, the previous episode has sort of like run its course. It gets an initial spike of people listening to it and then that sort of dies off towards the end of the week. Uh, so it's time for a new episode to get brought back listening to the podcast. But this week, you know, consistent listeners to last week throughout the entire week, which is always nice. Um, that being said, you know, I submitted, sorry, I, I asked you to submit questions to the podcast and uh, only one of you did. Uh, so that's great. So that's what we're talking about today is what that person submitted. In the meantime, I've asked a couple of friends uh, to, to to fill the gap and they'll uh, they'll ask me some of, some of their questions. Um, and again, the offer's still open for next week, which will be the questions episode. If you want to, su- to do a submission, it can be a question, it can be a suggestion, it can be whatever you damn well please, just something to suggest uh, for us to talk about on the podcast, then just do get in touch. You can do that on social media or you can do that via a voice message from the link in the show notes. If you can hear noises in the background, like, I'm sorry, there are people here. (laughs) There's not much I can do. Uh, I might be able to edit them out post production but yeah i don't know if you can hear but yeah there are people in the next room talking so sorry if you can hear them there might be some of you or a couple of you who listened to the podcast last week and heard ridiculous music being played in the background of it um that was a mistake by me (laughs) during the week i was uh so i i host this podcast through through a host and one of the services they offer is they put background music on your podcast, which automatically sort of like fits in around what you say. And I thought, yeah, that's class. I'll, I'll, I'll get well involved with that. And so I played some music behind like a few of the episodes and listened to them. It just doesn't work. It, I, it does work, but it just doesn't sound doesn't sound how I want it to. So I'm not doing that. That's not something I'm doing. But I accidentally left the music on the most recent episode. So um yeah, there might there might be you might have heard a bit of music. It's not going to be a uh, a long term thing. Uh, so yeah, all right, that's probably enough. Just rambling, isn't it? Let's go and fucking get our teeth into this. Uh, so the question that I was asked, the the the, the asker will remain anonymous. Um, but the, so they've submitted a question. I, I actually didn't write what their exact question was, but I've got the, got the gist of it. Uh, it was, what are your idiosyncrasies? And have I ever come across any weird or interesting idiosyncrasies? So for those of you who don't know what an idiosyncrasy is, it's like a quirk, just like a weird thing that that, that you do, which is quite unique to you. So they're saying, do I have any? Oh, I think they, the original question was like, oh, I, I live with someone who is very idiosyncratic. Do you have any idiosyncrasies? I think there's something along those lines. Anyway, anyway. That's what they said. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for sending me that. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, what I'll do for this 
episode is I will go through some of my own idiosyncrasies and then some quirks from people who I know and then some weird stuff that celebrities do as well. So it'll be me, people I know, and then people who we all know or lots of people know. Uh, so that's a nice little balance to to this episode. I am quite an idiosyncratic person. Like, it, I'm quite an odd person, generally. Bit of an oddball. At, not mad about it, just am. And that means you come with a number of weird sort of habits and quirks. So I, I do have those. Uh, I'm quite like like obsessive and set in my ways so these things do exist so I've picked out some of my more fun ones but my main one the one which I talk about the most is about uh, like my socks so I have to wear socks all the time that's just like pretty much 24-7 99% of my life, I would say, I am wearing socks. It just it makes me want to vomit if I'm not wearing them. So I wear them in bed at home if I'm, you know, relaxing on the couch or at work or sleeping or having sex or brushing my teeth. I'm wearing socks. I wear socks constantly. That's just what I do. The only time I I'm not wearing socks is when I'm changing my socks or I'm in the shower or you know, I'm washing. You know, you can't wear your socks in the shower. Well, you could, I guess, but, you know, I, I don't. That's, I, I don't go that far. Uh, and even when I am changing my socks, I tend to scrunch my toes up because I'm feeling, like, so uncomfortable about how, I, how like, gross it is uh, that it makes me, like, curl up. I, basically, I don't like not wearing socks. Is there an exception to this? And the exception is, is when it's really hot. So when it's super hot, my feet sweat. And obviously no one really wants like super sweaty feet, but I don't really mind sweaty feet as a feeling, but I I am willing to wear flip-flops. But actually when it's hot, I I, I don't mind not wearing socks that much because the reason why I hate not wearing them, it's about my feet feeling dry. When I'm not wearing socks, I tend to find that my feet feel dry. And dryness, like particularly dryness of skin, makes me feel sick. So when it's hot, my feet would probably have a, like a very small amount of sweat on them, which would moisten them to such a degree that I would feel uncomfortable. So I'm okay with wearing flip-flops. It, I guess a similar feeling, which I also hate, I always have moisturizer just in case. It, it, if you wash your hands with like soap, which or like which isn't meant for your hands. So like either it might be like washing up liquid or like a bar of soap on your hands. It dries your skin out and that feeling, oh, it, make, it, it makes me want to throw up. But so like, I don't want to want to throw up if that makes sense. So I I have to moisturize and I get that fa- same feeling on my, on my on my feet when I'm not wearing socks. So it's all about dryness. I don't mind it when it's hot. That's okay. Uh, it's a similar sensation which makes me like cringe inside and feel sick is like when you have like either you, you eat with like a wooden spoon or you have an ice cream which has like a wooden stick you know like a magnum and that, then that wood touches your teeth and it's all soggy and oh, it makes me want to puke oh, I fucking hate it so that yeah there's those two times 
make me feel sick and horrible inside. So that's my big idiosyncrasy is not wearing is wearing socks. I have to wear them all the time. Okay, so another one is I drink weird. And I spent my entire life until my 20s not knowing that I drink weird. Turns out I've always done it. So what? it's only with large glasses, like pint glasses. Oh, I don't know what the American version of a pint glass is. Six ounce, I don't know. Like a big glass that you'd have like a beer in. I didn't know. Yeah, as I said, I didn't know. And one day I was in the pub with a friend and I put the, the, the pint glass to my lips to have a sip of my, my beer. And he looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I was well, drinking out my beer. He said, no, but why are you drinking like that? I said, well, why am I drinking like what? I always drink like this. And he says, no, that's weird. Like the way you drink is weird. I was like, no, it's not. Everyone drinks like this. And then he showed me how he drinks. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's how I drink. I drink the same as you. I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, no, you don't. You fucking force the glass really far into your mouth when you drink. And I said, well, no, I don't. I do it normally. And then I, I took it like a selfie while I was having my pint. And I was like, fucking hell, I do drink weird. What I'll do, I can't really, like, there's no... I can't show you through the podcast. What I'll do is I'll set the episode artwork as a picture of me drinking out of a pint glass. And I'll show you what it is. What it is, is, is he's right. I, I, actually, I force the glass like a long way into my mouth. So what it does is like, it's I slot the glass between like my teeth. So I have, you got the two in the middle, the two teeth outside that, and then the two teeth outside that, and then outside those teeth, that's where I slot the glass. And then I use that, and, my, and I, and I cl- like clamp my my bottom teeth onto the glass, and and the the, the rim of the glass is slotted between between the six top teeth. So then I can basically drink without holding the glass because it's being held between it's being held in my jaw and that's that's how i drink i do use my hands normally but i, I don't need to use my hands to drink out of a pint glass and that's a weird and i still do it now now i've noticed but i didn't know it was weird it turns out i have a, I had an unknown idiosyncrasy so that's a cool one uh in terms of, oh sorry no before i move on before i move on i got into this i've got into this weird thing it's only happened in the last year or so is i've started to dip my fingers in beer if i get go to a pub and i get a beer i always dip my fingers in i have no idea why and like sometimes i do it to other people as a joke like you know if we're all sat around and they just bought a pint back i dip my fingers in it um to, to, to gross them out and someone asked me like the other day, like, why do you always dip your fingers in my beer? Like, do you have OCD about it? Like, Maybe I do. I, I, I don't know how. I have this uncontrollable urge when I'm sat around a full pint of beer to dip my fingers in it. Like, uh, it's all I can think about when I can see a full pint of beer in front of me, dipping my fingers in it. And uh, yeah, weird thing, weird idiosyncrasy. It's only, it's only come on recently. I don't know. What, I don't know what it's all about, but like, that's something I do. Um, so yeah, don't go for a beer with me unless you don't want hands in your pint. Um, yeah, so that, the, the next one, I've just re- I remembered this one. Uh, it's not, not something I do anymore. When I was a kid, I used to hate odd numbers. Like, fucking despise odd numbers. If ever I was playing a game 
and my score was an odd number, I'd try and change it so that my score was an, my score was an even number. And I used to play cricket, and you know, cricket you can score pretty much one, two, three, four, or six at a time. And if ever my score was on an odd number, I'd make sure that I scored either one or three, so it would go back to an even number. And if I was on an even number, I'd make sure that I scored zero, two, four, or six, because I wanted to stay on an even number. So I basically ruined my own little childhood cricket career by not wanting to be on an odd number. Um, and if that would that would go across everything. I wouldn't like to have an odd number of possessions. And like, in terms of, I guess I, I see I used to see the odd numbers as like unbalanced numbers. And I used to have this thing where if ever I like knocked my hand, I'd have to knock my other hand to even it up. And I think a lot of people have that. Like if you step on a crack in the road with one foot, I used to have to step on a crack with the other foot to even it up. I don't think that's too uncommon. I think I've met people who also have that one. But yeah, when I was a kid, I used to hate odd numbers. That was my idiosyncrasy. I don't hate odd numbers anymore. Um, it, that, that's just not rational. Unlike the sock thing, which is totally rational. Right. Uh, so another thing that I do is I always sleep to music. Every night I, I charge my phone before I sleep. And I listen to music through my earphones every night since I was about 13. That came about because I used to have trouble sleeping. So I used to really have issues getting to sleep. So what I did is I, I curated a playlist of like quite relaxing. It's actually quite sad music. It's not, not, it's not that I need to be sad to sleep. It's just that sad music tends to be more soothing. It, it you know, it, it's not a stimulant. So, and I just got into the rhythm of doing it. And then it sort of like reinforced that I now need music. Like I didn't need the music to sleep initially. I don't think it was just, it was more like something to do was, was I was spending ages to fall asleep as a teenager. I, I would take, you know, hours and hours to get to sleep. So you got to do something in that, in that time. So listen to music, like nice, calm, sad music in the meantime is a good thing to do. But now it sort of flipped over. And now I sort of actually do need the music to fall asleep. I can sleep with that music, but I don't like it. Um, and it was always the same playlist as I was growing up, always the same. Um, and the playlist would change, like new songs were coming in out, apart from maybe 10 songs which were on there from the beginning. And I've listened to them like thousands of times now. I wouldn't, if you played them in the background now, I wouldn't even notice they were on because my brain's so used to hearing them. In fact, I've just got on my iTunes now. So I don't know how long my iTunes has been going for. Or at least this iteration of it. Uh, yeah, so one of the songs on that list is How to Save a Life by The Fray. And I have listened to that song 1,250 times, which is like every day, once a day for like, what, three and a half years, four years-ish. So that that's how often I listen to, to How to Save a Life. <laughs> um, so yeah, weird idiosyncrasy, right? Listen to the same songs every day to try and get you to sleep. Um, I don't listen necessarily to that playlist anymore. It still exists on my phone, but now I'll just pick a playlist on Spotify or an artist or, or whatever and just listen to them until I fall asleep. It's just a thing that I do. Also, podcasts, you know, I, I, I didn't really know about podcasts when I was a teenager, but obviously now I do. I do listen to podcasts. The problem is I sometimes I pick podcasts to listen to and they can't necessarily be too funny because... If they are too funny, then I'm enjoying it too much to sleep. And the same as it's like really interesting. So I have to try and pick like 
mediocre podcast to listen to. So like enjoyable enough and relaxing enough, but not so enjoyable and interesting that I, I can't sleep. So yeah, I also listen to podcasts as I sleep. Anyway, let's let's move on. So another weird thing that I do is I take my glasses on and off to improve conversation. Which sounds weird. So I wear glasses. I don't really need them. Like I do need them. They're prescription glasses for seeing distances. But I wear them more than I should. I should only really wear them for like um, seeing distances at night, or you know, like if I'm watching a sporting event, or if I need to focus on something in the distance. That that is when I I need them. But I wear them pretty much twenty four seven particularly during social situations because I like to take them on and off and clean them and uh, hang them off my shirt and, and just generally play with them um, during conversation because I find it improves conversation because it gives me more time uh, to consider and it sort of get, it allows you to sort of like expend all the nervous energy that you might have when you're talking to someone. If they ask you a hard question, in conversation or a personal question, you can take your glasses off or put them on or clean them, which give, buys you a couple of seconds to think about your response. So generally, you just have a better conversation when you're wearing glasses or, or, or playing with your glasses. Um, and I've used that in like meetings at work as well, where I'll take my, my glasses and my glasses cleaner into a meeting so I can clean my glasses whilst, whilst the meeting's ongoing. I find it helps. I don't think it would help everybody. And I realize it's pretty weird, but... Yeah, it's like a cool prop to have. Uh, so my last idiosyncrasy, not really an idiosyncrasy, but it's a cool thing that I have, and I think it's cool, but nobody else does, is that I'm covertly like obsessed with plants. So I love plants, uh, particularly spider plants. So I've grown like a massive spider plant back in England. It is fucking huge. And I was given that when I was a kid by a teacher. And... I looked after it. I was given, and what they do with these plants is they grow out new plants so that they have babies of the, of themselves. So you end up, if you have a particularly successful one of these plants, you end up with like a hundred of them because it, it keeps on growing new babies. So I started to sell the babies and give them away. So now pretty much everybody who I know has one of these plants because, and they're all descended from that original one that I was given when I was eight as a, as a, as a kid. Uh, so yeah, I'm obsessed with plants. So that's enough about me. I don't want to talk about myself the entire episode. So we'll talk about somebody else or other people. So people who I know, what are their idiosyncrasies? So, uh, I used to live with my ex-girlfriend, you know, at the point where she became my ex-girlfriend, we no longer live together. That's how it works generally. Um, still get on all that jazz. You know, she's, she's, she's grand. Um, but she had an idiosyncrasy, which boiled my blood, <laughs> made me absolutely apoplectic with rage, absolutely fucking hated it, is that she'd switch off all of the plug sockets in the house. But the moment something wasn't plugged in and in use, she'd switch everything off, apart from the fridge and the TV, for some reason, that they got a free pass. So, like, I'd plug my phone in to charge, like, on my bedside table, like on my side of the bed, come back an hour later and it wouldn't be charged because she, whilst I wasn't there, had gone over to my side of the bed and switched my my phone charger off at the wall. Like, why would you do that? I'd fucking switch the kettle on and the kettle would 
would, would be off. <laughs> yeah, the toaster would be off. So everything's permanently off in the house. I, I do appreciate that, you know, it does cost money and, and damage the environment, but not that much. Like, maybe the toaster I, uh, and the kettle I can understand, but not like my phone charger next to my bed. Like, that's it. I just want to play the plug in and play constantly. And I couldn't even like leave the room without her doing it. It would drive me fucking insane. Uh, but other than that, she's fine. <laughs> uh, she's weird and stubborn as well. So like, she's so stubborn that, that she would just refuse to believe that that I didn't like it when she did that. She, fucking weirdo. Uh, but yeah, she's fine. Yeah, friends and all that. She has. Um, oh, I have another friend. Um, well, we are friend in the loosest sense of the word he's a cunt but uh guy who i know he came on this podcast actually uh the eco-terrorism episode i think it was episode 15 or around there or thereabouts um he makes a point of being late everywhere he goes like deliberately he's, he's late and he's always like ridiculously late in fact that episode of the podcast i was pretty drunk because um because he was late, so I just sat there and drank, and I, we were going to have a beer while I was doing the podcast, but I drank pretty much all the beers before before he got there, because he was three hours late for the podcast, <laughs> uh, and that's what he's like, he makes a point of being late everywhere he goes, I've been with him going places, and he goes, oh, you go in, I've just got to do something, and then he'll just like disappear to apparently nowhere, and then reappear 20 minutes later just to make sure that he's late, what a weirdo. <laughs> I had another friend um, called Kane. He he lives in Australia. I used to live with him, and he's a scientist. And scientists are, are odd breed of people, aren't they? You know, they, they have a, a reason for everything. Don't know what his reason is for this, but he mouth breathes deliberately. Like he refuses to breathe through his nose. I mouth breathe too because I have a nasal polyp, so basically I can't get any air through my nose. Um, so I have to breathe through my mouth. But you, I, I don't know. You might be able to hear it through the through the podcast sometimes. Like then, just breathing in through my mouth, not my nose. Um, but he does it. He like he thinks that breathing through your nose is stupid, so he, he deliberately breathes through his mouth. He's um, most of the time mouth breathing is like an insult for someone. He's like, nah, fucking love mouth breathing. Breathing through your mouth is the way to go. It's a pretty, pretty odd and interesting way of, of living your life, but but he does do that. And the final one, people who I know, it's a guy who I used to live with, and one of my oldest friends, Harry, he uh, he will only, <laughs> like if he goes out to eat somewhere, or his takeaway, or whatever it might be, he'll order food, whatever. Um, and, but if they have chicken wings, he will only ever order the chicken wings. I've never, I've been friends with him for 19 years now. And, you know, I guess since we've been adults, been able to buy our own food, I've never been to a place with him that sells chicken wings where he's had anything but chicken wings. He fucking loves them. Like, I've seen him just sit there and eat like 50 wings for, for his lunch. What the f- in fact actually he's living with him is probably the reason why I actually like chicken wings now I used to hate them and now I've sort of learned to love them because you know if he's having takeaway he's having chicken wings and if I want to steal some I have to learn to like chicken wings 
Yeah, so he eats, he eats a lot of wings, man. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to some famous people. They're not necessarily massive celebrities, these people. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, but they do have weird idiosyncrasies. So the one who's not necessarily not the biggest celebrity in the world is a guy called Jack Russell. You, very strong chance that you don't know who Jack Russell is. But he is a he, he's a very idiosyncratic person. So he was an a English cricketer who is actually from my hometown. But he played cricket for England. You know, very successful sportsman. Uh, and he's now a successful full-time artist, painter. Um, in fact, I said last week in the podcast I didn't know who any painters were. He is a painter and I know who he is, but I actually know him from cricket, not from painting. But yeah, he's from my hometown. He played for my home county. and um, But he's known for having a lot of like weird stuff that he does. And it's very unique. So he wore the same hat for his entire cricketing career. So in, in cricket, he was a wicketkeeper. So, you know, the sun's often in your eyes. You're, you spent like eight hours a day standing out in the sun. It's a good idea to, to wear a hat. And he wore the same bucket hat for 23 years. And he once burnt it in an oven by accident and like it nearly like crushed his soul, but he managed to, managed to repair it and he, and he carried on wearing that hat. And one time, the authorities, the sporting authorities, told him he had to wear like a branded hat for advertising purposes, and he refused. And like their their uh, agreement in the end was that he he would wear the, the new hat with the sponsorship on it, but he would wear his old hat underneath it. So he basically just couldn't play unless he was wearing his hat. And that's probably the least weird thing that he did <laughs> uh, during a game. So game, some games of cricket particularly the games he played, would last for five days. Um, and during those five days, he would drink um, 20 cups of tea per day, so 100 cups of tea, which is quite similar to me, actually. I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm off drink at the moment uh, of alcohol, not because I, I want to, I'm doing dry January or anything, it's just because um, I don't have any money <laughs> and, and pints are expensive, so uh, I'm drinking lots of tea and lots of coffee and lots of squash. And it's getting to be a problem, like the caffeine intake. Like I'm, I've had, like I'm having probably six or seven cups of tea a day at the moment, and like I'm fucking buzzed from it. Um, so, but yeah, he was drinking twenty cups of tea a day. But importantly, he reused the tea bags. So he he dipped the tea bag in for like like one dip, and then add milk. So it'd be like a very weak cup of tea, and then he'd hang the tea bag up so it could dry and be reused. And he had to use one tea bag per game. So <laughs> game lasts for five days. He has 20 cups a day during this game. Um, so he basically used the same tea bag a hundred times. Now that is a fucking weird quirk. That is the definition of an idiosyncrasy. What an oddball. Oh, and for breakfast every day, he has two Weetabix, but they has to be completely soaked in milk uh, for eight minutes exactly, and he'd have a timer to, to time it. What a guy Jack Russell is. Look at his paintings and, and, and buy them. He's an absolute sort of treasure of the of the West Country community. Do, do get stuck in with him. Uh, so, yeah, good old Jack Russell. Uh, famous idiosyncrasies come out recently, it was in the news recently, so I don't think it's come out recently, but it was in the news, that Adam Driver, uh, he's in like Marriage Story and Star Wars, he plays the, the, 
the bad guy Kylo Ren in Star Wars, he refuses to watch himself act. So he won't, he will not watch himself perform. And some cunts on on a radio show recently, they were interviewing him and they played him a clip of of him of him acting, and he got up and walked out. He's like, I'm not fucking watching myself. Which actually, I, I can say that. I have a difficult time listening to this podcast. Like, it's it's not easy to listen to your own voice and, and, and to hear how you come across because it it's different to how you'd have it in your head. I guess for me, I just get used to it. But you know, I can understand why he he hasn't. Um, so fair play to him. <laughs> Completely different lines. Wayne Rooney, professional footballer, played for England. Uh, you know, he liked to visit old prostitutes <laughs> that was his thing that was his little idiosyncrasy that was the that was his little quirk in life that you know he's one of the most successful uh, sportsmen on the planet he's got a ridiculously good looking wife uh he's got all the fame you could ask for but little little vice is that he likes to to share granny prostitutes and actually in my opinion power to him who gives a fuck what Wayne Rooney is doing in his spare time? Well, me apparently, because I'm talking about my podcast. But yeah, I think it's it's disgraceful journalism that, that they decide to investigate stuff like that. You know, Wayne Rooney can shag whoever he fucking likes. Uh, okay, we're, we're drawing towards the close now. Uh, so Billy Joel, very famous singer, apparently always wears shorts. Doesn't matter what fucking weather it is. He's like me with the socks. Always wear shorts as long as it's not like a meeting. Like casually on a day to day basis, he only wears shorts. Not for me, you know. I think he probably. I think he lives in New York. He sang songs about New York, so I assume he lives there. And it gets seriously fucking cold there. Well, New York's a cold place, but no, he'll wear shorts every day. Apparently, I have no idea where I heard that, or even if it's true. But uh, it might be. It might be true. Um. And on the opposite end of the spectrum of Billy Joel, we have Billie Eilish, who is a very famous singer, released a smash album this year. She is always deliberately overdressed, so she wears like very unique clothes, but it's always like very baggy, and like it covers all of her up. It, basically, to stop people, it's not really an idiosyncrasy. It's it's a it's a plan for her to stop people commenting on her body which particularly she was 17 when she got famous or she even 15 when she originally got 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 big but she's 17 now she's released that album uh it's it's actually inappropriate for 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 people to be commenting on her body but obviously they they still would and and they still do anyway even though she's taken their steps so there's not much you can do about it i think she turned 18 like a month ago and within like a day of turning 18 she was the top search on Pornhub, you know, and, and actually, it's, that's fucking weird and horrible, and even if she, even if you're like, he, there was stuff of her on Pornhub the day after she was 18, she still would have been underage when, that, when that stuff was, was taken or made or, or whatever, um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, on that, I think we should just fucking leave the poor girl alone, <laughs> she should be able to get famous for singing at the age of 18 without needing fucking creeps drooling all over her but no one's perfect are they so look that'll be it that's idiosyncrasies i hope some of those amused you uh particularly some of the celebrity ones and my own i can't it's pretty cool to hear about uh 
how other people are weird. I always find that like because it's it's to do with like your perspective on on, on life, and um, obviously you live inside your own heads. You don't live inside other people's heads. So from your own perspective, everybody else leads quite normal lives, and they don't have like everyone else seems to have their life together. They seem to be able to handle stuff easily. They don't seem to do anything that's overtly weird. You know, most people just tend to be like pretty ordinary to you, but actually they're just as weird as you. That like Their lives are just as horrible as yours. Stuff goes wrong for them too. They do weird stuff just like you do weird stuff. It's just you don't see it because they present to you pretty much the best version of of themselves. Which is why I was like, without making it this dark, like you, statistically it's likely that you know a couple of paedophiles. And it's likely that it would be people who you don't expect. It would be people who you know, who come across as perfectly ordinary people who are paedophiles. But the 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 the, the caricature of like the dirty old weird man, who is it? Who's who's the paedophile? He jumps out from an alleyway and and or you know lures kids into the back of his van. That is true to a certain extent, but. You know, a lot you get this a lot with like criminals. Like it was when it or paedophiles. It's always like, oh, but he seemed like such a nice man. Well, yeah, because he he that's what they do. They groom people. They groom you know you and children, and that's why priests have such a a good time as paedophiles. It's a good job to have because you have complete power. You have the power to manipulate people. Uh, people trust you, um, and you know you can come across as the moral authority on stuff. But actually, you're a pedo. Um, not that all priests are pedos, but obviously this it, it just did enable the ones that were. Uh, I, I can't. I actually can't remember where I was going with this. Oh yeah, idiosyncrasies. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is that it's quite cool to see through the lens of somebody else, like their idiosyncrasies because you, you might not necessarily acknowledge them because you're too worried about your own and you never know what's going on in somebody else's head and you don't know what someone gets up to in private and uh, that's weird. That's that, I'm not making any sort of statement here. I don't know how I got onto this, um, so I'll probably just cut it there, really. Uh, so thanks for that. Thanks for listening. I had fun. This episode flowed quite nicely, uh, I think. Um, I hope you agree. Do send in your ideas via social media or via voice note so we can have a good questions or suggestions episode next week i will also be asking my friends for them so we'll do that episode whatever been a pleasure talking to you about uh, quirks and i will talk to you next week thank you